0: you're going to go on a killing spree to shop and nail it. Don't 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 Confidence of a hero or a fool, I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. It's all in one I choose to go no, my life to. That's okay. It means something, it means something. And take that away. You know, that's my take on what series. what's yours. Protonic <laughs> River no. That's like a science thing, right? That's right, that's right, that's right. It is a science thing. It is a science place. It's a scientific fact. We're all up in your face. It is time once again for the one, the only, Protonic Reversal. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. Additionally, welcome to it. A uh, little earlier than we normally do this show for alert live listeners. Uh, this is, to of course, to accommodate... Uh, tonight's a very special guest, which I'm very excited to have on. Uh, one of which is returning, one of which, weirdly, I've never had on. Uh, so, really stoked to talk to uh, Sohrab and to Mikey from the great Savak. And we're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to talk about their new record. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. And I'm excited for you to check it out. And I'm excited, in fact, to do it myself. Uh, so, I'm trying to do this thing. I kind of hate it. It's the thing that like all the other shows do, but I'm just going to do it. I'm just gonna just power my way through it because all these other shows do it, and it seems to do well for them. And you just uh, you're constantly selling things when you're on the internet now, right? So anyway, welcome to Kona Neutron's Protonic Reversal. I am your host, Kona Neutron, I'm a Moroccan lifer who's Twitter recorded for over 22 years. Most known for the band Kona Neutron, the Secret Friends. Music is a huge part of my life. And I use the format of this very, very, very long-running podcast to talk about music with musicians whose work I enjoy and respect. Folks that may or may not be household names, but do something very special. This is episode 292. If this is your first time listening to the show, all the archives are at com and are always free. No ads, no sponsors, no kidding. If you'd like to support the show and get episodes sooner, you can give $1 a month to patreon.com slash Reversal. And if you like the show or even just a single episode, please feel free to share it along, like, subscribe, or post a review. All that helps people find the show, and it's just a darn nice thing to do. So that's right. Here we are, Platonic Reversal, episode 292. And of course, I'd like to uh, welcome at this time, Michael and so Welcome to the show, dudes. What's up, man? <laughs> it's so good to have you. Uh, this is uh, nice to be here. J- j- joint appearance. That probably should have happened a long time ago, frankly. So my bad for that. But uh, I mean, that's
1: what we were thinking. <laughs> but <you know.
2: laughs> it, it really, anytime we're just like Conan's bad. Like, it's kind <laughs> of
0: yeah. <like> deep. <clears throat> take a lot of blame. When something
2: goes wrong. We're like, ah,
0: Conan. I, I, I catch a lot of flack, and some of it is at least deserved. So uh, one can hope it evens out in the wash eventually. You fellas have a new record, and that is no mean feat in general, but certainly not in these insane days of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware, but it's been some kind of crazy past couple of years.
2: What? We are actually in control of both the supply chain and the global pandemic. For us, it was yeah. really not. There were no problems. Zero.
1: It was we're just, we're, just fucking, we're fucking. with y'all. Yeah, but yeah. Messing, messing with y'all
0: for a goof, you know. Sorry, this. I forgot
1: this is live radio.
0: Are we not? Are we? Are we not allowed to swear on this? You, you, you can, the It's FCC. the internet. It's the internet. You can swear. Oh, it's the internet okay, good. because because
1: <laughs> I can't stop. I can't control myself.
0: Can't stop. Won't <laughs> stop. I. Th- That's right. I think that. Uh, okay, so what what record is this for sonic This is like five. five. Yeah, LP, LP five. Uh and. I think all these records are are quality records uh you don't certainly don't show any signs of uh, slowing down. has the band there's been some different iterations of of the <clears> band <throat> there's been some uh there, there's been the challenges that come from continuing to be in a band when you have like real life obligations things along those lines uh from its inception to now uh, like does it does it feel like anything uh, where there's been a path that's been planned out or is it more just uh, you're growing with the times and the times are growing with you?
2: <laughs> the times are growing with us. You know, we, we, uh, we're lost leaders in our field.
1: Uh, <laughs> <Lost> <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. We, we, we no basically doubt. make ourselves available at a discount uh, to draw people into rock music in general. You know, that's that's sort of our <laughs> our, our, our function. Uh, now, I mean, I don't know, Jaws. What do you think? I, I feel like we just have continued to do what we do, and you know, as our friendship has gotten, you know, more, uh, our lives become more intertwined. I think it's, it affects our music in a positive way. Um,
1: um,
2: but yeah, I mean, we just
1: sort of yeah. That there's, I don't think there's ever been a, like a grand plan or anything like that it's Sarb and i just kind of do whatever we can to keep it going basically right (laughs) we like we enjoy we we enjoy each other's company we like writing music together and recording and being on the road together so um lots of yucks and yeah yuck fest laugh olympics um
0: (laughs) and and conan as you as you referred to
1: (laughs) it's hard you know like you get older and people have more responsibilities and life stuff so
0: yeah
1: um we've had a lot of you know like a a a veritable parade of bass players as they say um
0: i'm glad you you brought it up because it might sound mean-spirited if i bring it up but i think you've you've handled it with aplomb and vigor and uh, i I applaud it yeah
2: well it's fun i mean we enjoy it i think that the minute we stop enjoying it then it will cease you know because it's 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 definitely it's not making us rich so far so far it's not Where do you get that uh, protonic what, reversal
0: what? bump though that, that'll really, uh... that really that oh man
2: goal, <laughs> thankfully so it did, uh, but yeah
0: I'm lo- yeah, just,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm looking for that pl- protonic reversal bump for sure it's
0: t- you hit the big time fellas it's happening yeah, I, hear, yeah,
2: I hear a bag of money falls into your lap <laughs> as soon as you're on this show
0: exactly that's, that's, so, what, that's what I hear
2: oh I'm so i'm not wearing pants just in, <laughs>
0: just in case so hopefully it's paper money and not coins <laughs> yes yes uh, well, I, uh, go ahead sir yeah
2: oh no i just i just uh i mean i think that we we've definitely learned a lot on the way in terms of just how to make this band work within our constraints you know i mean uh jaws has a young daughter i've got a teenage son we're both married we you know, both have a lot of, as you mentioned, like other responsibilities, and so I think that we've just kind of figured out how to make this band um, work for us in a way that's that's uh, you know a positive <clears throat> dynamic in our lives that uh, is not a burden to to the other people that we you know have responsibilities for. Well,
1: as much as as much as we know, anyways. Yes. It, it, it may be burden some others but it comes uh,
2: right in the side
1: stuff.
0: chat <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly well I, it's yeah. but it's interesting that from an outsider's perspective that you've managed to make your band a priority while also making the things that need to be a priority in your human lives a priority and like have a balance between the two and, and I think that as you might imagine there are some musicians one or two that listen to this show and uh, you know that can be a struggle <laughs> for people and that can that is something that is there's no roadmap for that and in fact as we're only just out. Th- see, this is this is inflammatory rhetoric. They're coming for me. I'm telling you. Uh, the, do you hear the siren? I, they're I,
2: I, coming for I you. certainly do.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, is that you, Sarah? Is that your siren? It's my personal siren. Yeah. My pers- <laughs> your own personal siren. <laughs> uh, uh, but, like when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm getting at is that you manage to keep the balancing act going, the spinning plate act right? Of, of real lives, but also have a real handle on what you guys do and do well, but then also push the boundaries of it. And like all of those things, like even one of those things would be fine for a life. But to do all of them at the same time, you know, it requires some finesse and thought. And it, you've always struck me as very thoughtful dudes in all that you've done.
1: Well, that's, that's very kind. Thank you. I I mean, I don't really think we're that different than so many other people that are doing it, but it, you know, it is hard. It's a time commitment. You have to, this is, I mean, I think for, for people like Saurabh and I and probably you as well, Conan, and a lot of other people who might be listening to the show, it's just kind of what, what we do. I mean, we're, you know, we're not, we're not 21 year olds trying to become rich, famous rock stars. We're, we're older than that by a few years and we're a still ones. doing just, just yeah, a yeah. we're, we're, we still do it because we love it and uh you know it's our creative outlet it's what we can do to hopefully like inject some positivity in the world um you know we're not going to the, the we're not playing golf every week you know we're we're, <laughs> right, we're, go, yeah. we're going to, we're going to this the you know we're going to a rehearsal studio we're going to you know we're going to see shows or we're going to whatever you know this is what we do so
2: yeah. Yeah, I think that that's the main thing. Is at a certain point, if you do, if you do this long enough, if you if you if you are in uh, small bands long enough, you understand that there really sh- there's no need to have outsized expectations, because they will only disappoint and I think sort of create a, a more likely scenario for you to want to stop doing it so i think by keeping very low expectations uh i, I don't even mean that's sort of in a conscious way but just sort of you know i mean i grew up in the dc punk rock world and so there was no making it there was no like all these sort of like these rock and roll conceits were not part of the dialogue of being a band in dc in the 80s and 90s and so you know i sort of feel like you know Dawes grew up in omaha but it's similar dna in terms of you know you're in a band because that's just said. this is what you do this is how you express yourself this right. is how you kind of walk through the world and uh and so there's no reason to not do it unless you physically can't <laughs> you know I mean someone physically restrains you, to you. A switch yeah. to like a ukulele or something. I don't know what you know like a thumb piano uh yeah I look for those are the, those are the golden years truly my thumb piano years I think that, that's what we're, we're, Ooh, yeah, seeing. those are
1: good years for you, yeah. Right.
0: yeah. Uh, amongst the pantheon of the discography, the thumb piano period is... is yeah, I don't want to give too so much away,
2: but,
1: you know... Yeah. yeah, it's hard to define if, it, like, you can find some stuff on Discogs, I think, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: you, you, you gotta find a guy. You gotta find a guy that does that yeah. it. But uh, if you do, you're up you're <laughs> for a treat. I, no, but, I mean, in all seriousness, like, you know, setting expect like expectations where... You know, and we've talked about this on memories on air or not but like uh, about the journey kind of being the destination right like that you just enjoy the act of doing it the act of writing music making records going on tours so on and so on and doing so in a sustainable way that if you enjoy that process of it then it's it almost <laughs> it's not that the audience doesn't matter of course the audience matters but you can you can find value in it that um, maybe society doesn't lead you to expect
2: Yeah, I mean, I think really early on you have to sort of, uh, particularly actually, early on when you have a kid, you have to learn to speak about the fact that you're in a band that nobody's ever heard of to other parents, (laughs) and that's a very humbling and wonderful thing. (laughs) Right. Because never uh, heard of of you. you.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. No, no. I mean, it's sort of you have to learn to to accept the fact that like this thing that we do is infinitesimally small. Yeah. And so, you know. It just it it is just what it is. It's nothing more. It's nothing less. Uh, and uh, we like it, you know. So that's why we do it.
1: Yeah. Some people paint pictures. Some people, you know. Golf. Mold golf or mold, you know. Remove mold. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's thats what we're doing. I mean, yeah, yeah. We're... Somewhere between golf and removing mold, yes, indeed. It's somewhere between the
2: two.
0: Yeah, I guess yeah, it, yeah. it depends on the night, I suppose. I mean, yeah. right? As as yeah. Charles
2: and I were figuring out earlier it's sort of the difference between like a tuesday night and friday right now is it taco <laughs> tuesday is it freebase friday which one is it so <laughs> exactly. you know some for place. us it's just like,
0: <laughs> freebase friday yeah 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 i remember those uh yeah well i think that it's but it's notable Sorry, free jazz free jazz, free jazz. <laughs> yes 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 free jazz
1: friday come free,
0: on free man Free jazz friday. good straight free base friday. jesus <laughs> this is some show i think. <laughs> uh, but i think but look i mean you well, you look you, the context for this is that you're managing to, to follow your your own creative direction. I mean, th- there's, like, been a – you know, even since the first record, which I like the first record quite a bit, there's been a lot of kind of leaning into f- and finding out what you guys do well, but then also kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit. Like, it's not lost on me. Like, it, it, it's, it's very much um, – You know, it it, it seems like people take it as an insult when you say it, but I think you guys are like a musicians' band to a certain degree. Uh, In the fact that a lot of people that probably buy the records are also, in fact, musicians. And there's nothing wrong with that. Silkworm is the same way, right? You know, and that's like one of my favorite bands. And how do you keep yourself creatively viable and and moving forward and doing stuff that's exciting to you when there are different challenges when you're an adult human being? uh versus uh, when you're when you're just like you know in your early 20s or whatever I mean you have to kind of want it a little little more and be willing to make it work you have to, you have to find the yes right
2: I I'm I, I don't know I uh, I, I don't want to speak for jaws I honestly don't think about it that much you know I, I don't put that much I don't, I don't sort of dissect it that much uh, I I, both Jaws and I like a lot of different kinds of music and so I think part of being a, in a band is figuring out how to incorporate different ideas um, you know it's it's a it's vocabulary right it's like how do you construct sentences how you uh, make paragraphs and then longer stories you know it's just it's, you have to figure out a way to keep it interesting for yourself or at least that that's for me that's my goal like I I don't I don't see the point in doing the same thing over and over and over again um definitely with, with the same results that would be crazy uh <laughs> but uh, literally, literal yeah, yeah you know so, so so Jaws and i listen to a lot of music and we talk about stuff and we share you know different music we're listening to and you know then we can refer to something like hey what if we tried something like that in the, this part of the song and um you know like a Jaws played this guitar part on one of the songs in the new record, and I was like, "Oh man, it sounds like a cool like '60s Nigerian hotel band," you know. <laughs> and uh, and and it was it was like to to drop like a a guitar line that could be from, um, you know, like a a cool '60s analog Africa comp, you know, into the middle of like a Wire song is for us that keeps it fun and interesting, and um, <clears throat> and I just I just try to remain curious.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there there are definitely so many bands who kind of have like they from their beginning, or they have a sound they try to go for, or like it's whether it's like a production aesthetic in the studio, or just like a very specific sort of genre type or subgenre type. Even, uh, I mean, I kind of think one of the cool things about Savak is that it really is like this amalgamation of a lot of different things. I mean, you know, under sort of like you know guitar based you know, sort of post-punk, punk rock type, uh, umbrella, but there's a lot of different stuff happening there. And I don't know, we just kind of do what we like to do. I mean, you know, we, we do, I think, try to keep it interesting because, you know, I don't know at this point, we're, we're not, there's no, there's no great agenda other than just to, you know, try to enjoy it and keep it interesting. And, you know, I'm, I I like, I like writing songs. I like, like that, like putting together those puzzles. I like it. Collaborating with people and getting other ideas and sort of opening up your mind and your thought process to how different things can work. And I think that's, you know, that's kind of a part of the process for us. But
2: I definitely think that that's one thing that this band has in a way sort of a, a more evolved version of that in this band than I've had in previous bands where I think that that kind of willingness to just say like, all right, let's you know, like you want you have this idea. Let's let's do let's do that, you know, and kind of see where it takes you, as opposed to, you know, uh, when I was in Edsel in the 90s, having very, you know, specific ideas about how things more shouldn't be than should be. But, you know, there were a lot of boundaries to, like, yeah. we're, we're not doing this. And I think Jaws and I were less interested in those kinds of things, more interested in, like, you know, what if we added keyboards to this? What if we got, you know... Uh, Great <clears throat> to play saxophone. What if we, you know, just trying to see where things can go as opposed to deciding where they shouldn't go. Because that's uh it's music. You don't have to make the rules or arbitrary, you know. Definitely. Well, yeah, yeah.
0: And and that allows you again to the aforementioned pushing forward the sound and like writing different kinds of songs versus um, you know we all love the Ramones, right? But like, you know, Johnny Ramones thing is he did not want to advance. <laughs> Uh, which is hilarious and very Johnny Ramon uh and and I think that there's a through line through all of it that uh you you've created quite a body of work so far even and uh Thank you. which is also when you're a band that you know it's not like there's there's like the big radio hit that I'm aware of uh so like how do you pick the set Right. There should be though. By yeah, the way, there, there should, should be. There's, a, there's huge, a couple
2: huge jams in Lithuania, Netherlands. Uh, <laughs> just wait, man. Just wait.
0: <laughs> I mean, I thought out of the gate, "Alive in Shadows" is like, oh, that's the best single I've heard in like a long time, right? And then I was the only person apparently that thought that.
1: Uh, no, but, you weren't the all. Ol- you weren't the only one. Colin. Yeah, Jaws I definitely. Know, thought I, it. I thought so too. I agreed <laughs> with you. Uh,
2: no, I mean, I think the thing about our band too is that we don't. We're not on a big label we're not we're not part of something that has sort of a machine that does that kind of uh legwork for us you know i mean yeah the when obits was on Sub Pop, Sub Pop is a you know they're a really well-run label so any band on that label has a built-in publicity team has a built-in radio team has a, you know all these things which kind of get you out there into the world in a way that if you're just another you know, a bunch of folks in a band, you don't necessarily have that access unless you have money and you want to spend it to hire a, a radio team and a sure. publicity team and so forth. Um, and we've experimented with those things, You know, saving a little money here and there and hiring somebody to do stuff that we ourselves think that maybe we're not – it's not our strength. It's, so it's, it's not – yeah, lady.
0: yeah, yeah. But, but then it almost seems to me – I don't want to put words in your mouth – it almost seems to me that people are more – that, that's like less effective than ever unless it's something that people already know that they like or that they already have like some recommendation for. So it gets you it will get you in the door to a certain degree. But I feel like the entire world of PR seems to be in a very bizarre state of affairs uh, as, as far as. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's it's there are so many great people who do good work for bands and PR people. But there are also so many bands who just don't like they spend money kind of I, I don't know. It's sort of like, do you remember that company, Sonic Bids, who would take?
0: <laughs> yes. Who would take take all this money from
1: bands that? Uh, that
0: was a Victory and Associates running gag. Was oh, this is this is more of a Sonic Bids style venue. But
1: there, there's some sort of parallel, and and there's there's like there's a lot of bands that I think just maybe aren't that smart, or they don't know what they want, or their yeah. their goals are misguided or whatever, and they f- they feel like if you pay this person X amount of money or like these companies who where like where did they come from? We got emails today on our band email account. We're like from, I don't know what. The, I, we don't even know what they're offering. They wanted to, <laughs> us to give them money.
0: <laughs> they, they, they want do to do a partnership.
2: Involved in whatever their pyramid scheme is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: We want so you to be I, an I, I influencer
0: for us. What's your product? We don't know yet, but we want mm-hmm. you to be an influencer for us. Sadly, I Natalie mean, I
2: yeah, have seen like, yeah. us in their clothes yet, but uh... <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, you I, I kind of feel bad because there's so many bands who have probably put money out, and you know, like whatever they made public. You know, they've given publicists money to eat and pay their rent, but the bands crappy, and they're never going to go anywhere. I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I don't
2: want to. Well, I think crass, that the, but... the thing about the the machinery part of like the music biz is that it's it's all just a gamble. There's no guarantee for any of it. I mean, you know. Yeah there was obviously a time where like any new discord record or new touch and go record or sst record or whatever they sort of you sort of knew if that was what you were into that if there was a new record on that label you might be interested good chances are you'd be interested in it and i don't think that exists as much now there are some like trouble in mind records or you know i think there are some smaller labels that do sort of have taste very specific taste now, it might not all be the same kind of thing but you sort of Feel an affinity for the people who are running those labels, and you're like, "Oh, okay, there's new Trouble in Mind Records. Like, I want to check it out, or um, you know, International Anthem, or you know, there are these, or or like, um, you know, Honest John's. I mean, there's all these labels that do really great stuff. And so, if you've and it, for me to buy a record that comes out on Honest John's, it requires no publicity. <laughs> you know, I just need to be on their. You see, it don't exist.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And uh, or there's this great label in, in Toronto called We Are Busybodies, and they do a great combination of like reissues and new new bands. And you know now I get their emails, so now I can go through and, and see what what I might be interested in. And it, and it didn't require a radio uh, team or a PR team. Um, but not everything is like that. There's other stuff that I think you know. There's the biz part of it where people want to sell the object. You know, so it's potato chips and cookies and shoes and music you know so it's like it's lifestyle uh oriented stuff and that's just not we're just not about that so savak is a lifestyle
0: brand is what you're trying to tell me
2: right (laughs) we're not yet we are not yet a lifestyle brand um but i think but i think part of it is is we found we have the best luck when we reach out to people ourselves because they're more sympathetic and probably if we find people who we have shared common History with, or uh, you know, current crossover, we're going to have much better luck in making an impact than just a random uh, blind email or you know. It's like, sure. Uh, I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I was. You know, whatever I was, works for you.
2: <laughs> I, I was one of <laughs> you know, very. There are no rules. People always try <clears throat> to make it seem like you're supposed to do things a certain way. You release records on this day. Yeah. You, you know, and and. None of that stuff matters. Matter. I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> but it's not the fact that people adhere to these things. It's, it's it's not potato chips. It's not like, you know, you don't get the end cap placement and then sell more, yeah. you know, bags of chips. Or whatever, the end you know. cap. Oh, but, I,
0: as a former record store employee, you just gave me a flashback by saying that. Yeah. The end cap placement. Well, and, look, I mean, perfect example. Right. I was one of a very few amount of people that knew both of you guys when you started playing together. From like, well, not this, you know, different different regions, same circles, but like I, I and I was like, yeah. oh wow, that's two great tastes that taste great together, fantastic. <laughs> uh, but you know, is is to be on the, the bleeding edge of what you guys were doing? Do you have to be Kona Neutron? Well, hopefully not. I wouldn't wish that on an enemy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and but the personal connection always is going to matter. Like, and it's all it, it's also why. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised by bands that are good, but also dicks too. No names mentioned where it's like, do you think that you can do that now? Like, this isn't like 1973, like reputation matters. But anyway, that's yeah,
2: I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the way you carry yourself, it just reflects the kind of people that you are. That doesn't necessarily make you a better or worse band. I mean, you know, if I, if I had to meet every person in every band that I liked, I may find that I quickly don't want to listen to their music. So I don't, you know, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. That like one doesn't necessarily guarantee the other. Or, I mean, we all know, and probably ourselves are guilty of being, you know, the, the guys who are super nice in a band that nobody cares about. <laughs> you know, uh, so, <laughs> so, you know, so I think the that devil you
0: say. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is,
2: like, ultimately, even though we're playing loud electric guitars in front of a drummer it's folk music and so it's a it at it, some root level it's made by people for people and so that's the one thing i feel like i've learned from the world of punk rock and from growing up in dc and just being in a band for however many decades it's been it's just you have to figure out how to how to just meet people and and, and sort of have a conversation sometimes that conversation is putting your music out there sometimes it's not sometimes it's just literally having a conversation you know
0: Mikey what are your thoughts well on any of that um,
1: <laughs> you're like, actually that was a monologue not a conversation <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I you know I don't know I think for a band like Savak and uh, you know I, I can only really speak to our experience uh, I think the, the the reward the rewarding parts that we that we feel uh, you know it's when we make you know we have uh, human interactions we we play the shows we meet people we have conversations we get to know people they become sympathetic to what we're doing and i mean like our music's good i you know we write good music we've been doing this for a long time our songs are good our records are good i don't think you know it's not going to be for everybody but there's it's certainly you know it, it it could find a broader audience if we were, you know, like, I don't know, pushed in the right way or marketed in the right way or something, or maybe on a bigger label, but it doesn't really matter, you know. I mean, I don't think that's what we're, you know, we're just, we, we enjoy what we're doing. We, we like to travel because we get to see our friends that we might not otherwise get to see on a regular basis. And, um, and you know, I think it's not just about that. I mean, we want more people to listen to the band. We want to make more connections, but it's just about keeping it real, essentially, and... <clears throat> Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but that's... it
0: does. No, it it totally does. And I, I, you know, there's there's something to be said for taking like a, you know what the folk music approach. Sure, I mean that that makes sense, right? Because it's all about connection. It's about connection and community and shared experience. I mean, uh, the best shows usually yeah. are right. <laughs> like, yeah, and I I don't think that you know some, somehow through uh, media we've been brainwashed into thinking that that only can be enjoyed in a certain fashion, in a certain capacity and at a certain level. And, you know, tropes that for me, you know, the, what I always would put the corollary to is I would just never let anybody in my day job know I played in a band ever for any reason. Cause I didn't want it. I just didn't want to have that conversation. They're like, Oh, you're playing. Oh, what kind of places do you play? What kind of, Oh my God don't care and i don't care to tell you but then again uh, i'm talking about office jobs uh, really is that really how you felt oh absolutely although although i <sighs> did have experience once of being like and this this is one of the cool guys that works hawaiian shirt guy brews beer in his in his in his spare time right he comes up like did you play support for the thermals and i'm like whoop, whoop. yes it's <laughs> was like, oh, cool. Are you going to see Manor next week? I'm like, yes, yes, I am. So that's how you know you found your people, right? But I mean, I don't know. For me, and that's, and I've, some people think that that's a really bizarre uh, way of operating. But I just have like the two lives and the, those lives don't intersect for me. But then,
2: interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm a I... bit of
0: a raccoon that way. So,
2: <laughs> oh, we've been to your place. It's definitely. It's, <laughs>
0: yeah no, <laughs> but no it, was think... like,
1: it was more like a beaver's dam though there's a lot of tunnels underwater and,
0: you know. I think I still but, remember but, Ma- uh, Matt's sleep number actually although we don't have that the log yet. flume in your place is really spectacular <laughs> yeah, it's a sleep number log flume yeah um,
2: no I, I you know it's funny I, I used to feel I think similar to what you're saying in terms of not kind of wanting to burden other people with yeah. having, having to feel like they have to be really positive about this thing that they're completely unfamiliar with. Um, right. But I actually, I think, I really think for me it was having a kid and just having to be around and communicate with all these people that uh, regularly that I wouldn't necessarily choose to, you know, mm. have our lives intersect, but because of your kid, your lives do intersect on a daily basis. And, you, you know, you want to have something more than just like, a, you know, lovely weather out there today, Steve, Uh, you know, and so
1: inevitably everybody asks like, what do you do? And obviously playing music is a big part of what we do. Yeah. So it comes up and I was just thinking about this this past weekend. um, There was like some event at at a playground nearby and my kids were there and some of the the other parents know that I play music and that, you know, these are people who are like, you know, New York city finance people, doctors, and they're not, they're not, um, and to generalize, they're not our people in the sense that they're not like punk rock people. They're, they're not people who probably go to see a lot of live music, but, uh, they know I play music and they're always like, that's so cool. You know? And I'll like, what can I listen to your music somewhere? And I'll, yeah, I'm like, sure. I'll send them the, the Spotify link yeah, or whatever. Man. And, um, but one of the dads is a great guy. He was like, oh, are you guys, so are you guys playing around anytime soon? I was like, yeah, we're playing next month. He's like, "Is on a, is it on a weekend? I'm like, it's actually on a Thursday. He's like, weekends are good for me. Thursday's not so good. I'm like, I get it, man. I get
0: it, you know?
2: I mean, it's fair, right? If you got to wake up Friday morning and be fresh for your job.
0: Yeah, you'd be you know, like, it's mean, yeah. good for me either, but I still do it.
2: <laughs> we, yeah, we've carved out our lives. So we don't have to be fresh for anything, you know? Exactly. Know, right?
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We're constantly expired. Uh, <laughs> Build your
0: life in such a way that you don't have to be fresh and early the next morning for anything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My my old roommate, when I lived in Chicago for a year, uh, at Easter, she would buy Peeps and open the package and leave it on top of the fridge for a couple of days so that they would sort of form a slight crust on them. Um, so so, so of, they like, would
0: age like fine wine, yes.
2: Well, and I, I wouldn't say fine wine, but I, I sort of feel like that's kind of what we've done to ourselves as people by playing <laughs> music for so long. It's like we open the package and we just sort of let the air, kind of air and dust and you know, just kind of gather upon us, uh, and then, yeah, you know, it gives character. I don't, I don't know, I'm just making stuff up. With
0: this yeah,
1: that's no, <laughs> true.
2: But, but, but I will say, to quickly go back to the thing about, you know, talking to other people about what you do, when, when they're not people who necessarily have a familiarity, um, one is, on a personal level, it forces me to try to talk about the same thing in different ways.
0: Mm. which I,
2: I like. It's it's a good challenge, you know, because I don't want to repeat myself all the time and be like, well, oh, it's, uh, you know, say the same trite four words over and over You don't now. have an
1: elevator pitch for Savak?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> what that's do you mean thing, you know? <laughs> I only all right, here's is. the deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: no, I, and, and the, the, other, the other thing, too, is I find that I can be really surprised by people who, you know, weren't giving off clues that, that they had something in common and then, you know, like, this guy that my wife used to work with, he was like, oh, your husband's in a band, blah, blah, blah. And she sent him a link. And the first thing he wrote back, is like, oh, they must really like wire. And I was like, wait a second. And I was like, you work with a guy who knows who wire is? That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, that guy just got bonus points in my book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's not my <laughs> new best
0: friend. Yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> but, you know, and so, so it's A, it's nice to be surprised by people. And B, it's good to surprise myself or force myself to 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 try to think about and speak about uh, things in new ways.
0: It's a good challenge, just in general. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. So,
1: so. I'm gonna plug in my computer really quick so okay. it doesn't die.
0: I appreciate the uh, transparency. Thank you.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's Jaws living on the
1: edge right there. Like he was. That's right
2: now. Like, how low is the battery? Like, just wait. Don't plug it in yet. I
1: just saw and that little little red, the red, 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 the red, red, red pop up. I'm like, <laughs> what?
0: He's, he's like, it's Conan, right? I guess we'll see how the conversation goes.
1: <laughs> always be, Looks always like be. be. I mean, I'm plugging it in, Conan. So this is looking good for that's us. Good. Right now.
0: That's good. That's that's uh, that's a good sign. That's uh, <laughs> that, that that's everything uh, right there.
2: Um, by the way, thanks so much about like this board meeting. I'm really glad that we we're able to all take together. <laughs> I've got a couple of agenda items. I don't know. if I,
0: Yeah, I think if we, uh, you know, we're, we'll just hold all the infrastructure items until later in the in the docket. Well, Jaws
2: wanted to talk about the boiler. If, if we could there's some. Re- that's fair. we can Did you guys hear
1: now. my boiler clanging just a few minutes ago by the way?
0: I thought that was a new wire record. But...
1: <laughs> I know. That was my my boiler be clanging right now. <laughs> Boilers, <so>. be clangin'. <laughs> Boiler's be clanging. Boiler's be clanging. Because it's also it's it's what the end of April and it's like 30 degrees in New York City. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Spring hasn't really come yet this year. We had fall, so.
0: spring uh, last weekend, and, like, everybody lost their minds. It was, like, you know, running around half naked, and then suddenly it's, like, okay, and then back to cold and overcast. There you go.
1: Yeah. We've had, like, three or four days, too. So There was, like, a Weird. day,
0: one day.
2: That's where I'm wearing my winter scarf, still.
0: There you go. There you go. Uh, so, so again, so, you, so, first of all, we should potentially talk about the new record. Uh,
2: sure. I mean, we could just keep talking about
0: how great we are. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we Let's circle that one a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's circle back around to that. <laughs> um, so, pretty pretty recent, like, you know, at the, at the time of this recording, it's the end of April. Um, it, it's, it's, it's been a few weeks. Of course, the, the record is uh, human, human Error slash Human Delight. So... Is that a uh, w- w- was the idea to put as much punctuation as possible so you could like get like a slash in there was that was that important or is that like is there a story behind the name
2: There is jaws I think you this is a, a jaws concept
1: All oh, right I have to I have to answer this question now <laughs> um, I don't know man it's just some stuff I was thinking <laughs> about you know <laughs>
0: that's the best I yeah I, I love those kinds of answers where especially when it's like some big band that everyone is like and then they're like ah oh, it's just whatever blah, blah, like trails off yeah <laughs> I think
1: like like many of us who, who write songs or whatever do like dumb stuff like this I have on my my phone I have like a, a notes list about you know I don't know of a million different like song titles record titles band names and things like that and um for i think that so it human error human delight was basically like combining two different concept, concepts but i started thinking about it and, and uh, i was like well this kind of makes sense uh, in a lot of ways so it was just something that sort of like kind of revealed itself to me and this um and the fact that we are all imperfect people and there uh you know we all have there's a common struggle if you will and we're all dealing with a lot of the same challenges right now, especially during the pandemic. It's, you know, it's brought us together, I think in a lot of ways, in spite of all the division that we've seen, but, um, you know, and it's human like making mistakes and, you know, it's just part of who we are, but there's that, obviously the other side of it where we can really, you know, there's a lot of wonderful things that we can find in, in our relationships and, um, you know i don't know well uh, I was gonna something say like
2: that yeah. well when we originally <laughs> talked about it we, we the idea was to release two separate eps oh, right, yeah. yeah together in like a gatefold uh sleeve and it would be one would be sort of conceptually the umbrella was human error um and the other would be human delight and uh we realized that i mean we talked to a couple friends who put our records and they're like okay well that's going to double your call co- your pressing costs yes. and it means you have a much heavier package that'll be more expensive to ship and like all yes. these things and we're, and we're like <laughs> okay so plan b uh but then we still like the idea of it and we had these songs that we felt sort of fit conceptually with yeah. either human error or human delight and also i just think sort of our mo for lack of a better way of saying it as a band is to sort of celebrate the mistakes or celebrate the imperfections um and to not be afraid to stick your neck out there so to find the delight in the error um and so i think that was part of it too was like just because um, i think what makes music interesting what makes art interesting is the humanness of it which is flawed you know because uh, we there is no perfect art out there you know it's always uh sort of in the in the shadow of whatever your vision of perfection is. And so I think that that was part of it too, was just to sort of say, you know, we embrace this, the the delight in the error.
1: Yeah. What What he said.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> it would be cool if it was a double,
0: double 12-inch gatefold, though. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I kind of forgot about that. That was our initial plan. I mean, it would have been so cool. But, yeah.
0: Well, as someone who has put out a uh, two-by-LP one secret friends one cool comp was the compilation for all the seven inches it's great but it's not great to ship and uh, it was not great to uh, put together but it's great for the people that's for uh that said it's you're 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 making you may as well be making a 10 inch record as as far as it being a niche thing to a certain degree um so yeah you didn't consult me but that's what i would have said
2: yeah yeah <laughs> uh well, consider yourself consulted.
0: <laughs> but there, there's a well, yeah. The, we, brought, we brought Neutron in at a critical moment, two weeks after it came out. <laughs>
2: uh, some people's moon is in retrograde. We have uh, your, you know, your your opinion is is sort of, you know, we're taking it sort of in. in the, we're living the if- shadow of of your input. <laughs>
0: right, ipso facto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, but it, it's interesting you mentioned that because it, they there is a yeah the mood is is like slightly different throughout it right like the 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 mood of the of of the two eps or the the record if you will like there is a there is some kind of noticeable difference but there's you know there's a through line through all of it um and i like that i mean gosh how many bass players do you have on here uh like four five six like you've you've got like because you have you have doug on there right on uh yep
2: he, he bookends the record so yeah so first, I, think first I think there's, like there's at, least five,
1: and, at least uh, five at least five bass players on the record if i'm not mistaken
2: there's yeah doug there's matt nick. Anchor, there's nick sewell there's anthony roman jeff sanoff mikey next, jones
0: yeah so that's that's six it's a lot of bass players it is <laughs> no slapping, no popping <laughs> so did you what was it was was that like well, a conceit of it or did that end up being how it turned out to have all, all the different musicians no i
2: mean
1: yeah yeah it's how it turned out
0: well yeah i obviously we made this during the
1: the pandemic we were on lockdown and yeah. so, some of the stuff like some of the song i a lot of the songs that come like are of my origin i actually write from bass sort of so mm, mm. I, you know like I, I write a lot from bass so I just like I'll just play bass but we also really I think missed the collaborative process of it and we were trying to figure out ways we can get other people involved even though we could like our practice space had been shut for like six or eight months or something like that we couldn't go in and rehearse like there was no other way to do it so we just kind of like started sending stuff up the flagpole and like hey are you guys you know friend bass player friend are you interested in, in perhaps contributing um because i think you know we enjoy that part of the process we yeah. i think that's one of the nice things and about being in a band is like the that mutual collaboration but yeah so that's kind of how it came together i think
2: and, it also just allows for you know as we're writing to, to sort of ask ourselves like oh who might be a good person for this tune who could bring something that we didn't necessarily bring ourselves and so like in the case of the first song on the record no blues no jazz yeah. i was listening to 11th dream day and i was like man doug is such a great you know i think he gets associated with what he does in tortoise for obvious reasons and they're yeah. a great band but i was listening to Eleventh the dream day and i was like man his bass playing in a rock and roll band is so good yeah
0: yeah and yeah. so
2: i i emailed him i was like hey man you know would you be up for it and he was like yeah he's like absolutely so and then what he did on the last song which is that song is definitely bit of a departure from our standard kind of thing and uh and again he he wrote this great bass line that has these hooks in it and uh it was terrific and it made made both of those songs better than what they would have been otherwise definitely you know anthony roman plays a certain way our friend nick in toronto um he's actually in this really amazing band called biblical that's a sort of like heavy kind of like a psych Psych Doom? It's probably not even fair. They're more interesting than that. They're almost like a almost write like soundtracks to like Jallo films, but as like a rock oh, wow. band. Uh they're they're great. Um and you know, was like, it'd be cool to have him on that song set apart where it's literally just one bass line for six minutes, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like so do you kind of auteur it that way, where you sort of like pick who who would you go? With yeah, or yeah.
2: Or ask if they'd be interested. Like, hey, I was thinking about that, and we're actually working right now on getting some remixes done. That were the, for the uh, and similarly, we're like, oh, who could we ask? Who might be an interesting person to work on a particular song? And that's that's in the, in a similar spirit. I think that's just kind of as Jaws was saying, like it allows that collaborative thing to happen at a time and a place where it's harder to do that the way we're
0: more familiar with. More typical being in a room together, playing at, with, and to each other collaboratively. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the results speak for themselves. I think it's a great record. Uh, And I think that it it brings out a lot of cool elements of what you guys have done previously, but it also pushes New Ground forward as I've mentioned at least four times so far. Uh, So uh, this actually might be a a good time, uh, something that during the pandemic i actually started doing uh when someone especially when someone has any record is to just kind of go through each song on the record like song by song you can say anything about like the title like lyrics the origination (coughs) recording funny story whatever just just some kind of memories uh of of some kind between each of the songs to uh kind of go through you guys into doing that sure yeah
1: how awkward would it be if you said no
0: (laughs) Okay. If you said no, how awkward would that be? I feel like yes. that'd be very awkward. Yeah,
2: no. ah.
0: yeah sorry. Sorry, Conan.
2: Maybe. Can we talk about somebody else's record? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to to this day no one has said no to that, but that would be a very awkward. I better be ready with a with a very good retort if somebody says no. I'm not sure what I would say, but Yeah. Uh that's entertainment, I don't know. Uh <laughs> So yeah. So cool. Let's go through every uh, every song here on "Human Error" slash "Human Delight." Uh, start off with, of course, first song: "No Blues, No Jazz." So, uh, uh, why don't we go? Want to go, Mikey first? We'll, 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 well, you guys can. Well, this back is and forth.
1: this is a Sorab song, so he should probably go first. That's again. why I wanted
0: you to go first. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: So I was like, hey, man, I wrote this song. Can you put some guitar down on it? I'm like, yeah, dude, I could do that. Yeah, you
0: killing, uh,
1: killing me. Uh, Murdering my uh, heart. I'll, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll preempt this. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh,
0: Never letting you first go one. first again. Go ahead. Uh-huh, yeah.
2: uh-huh.
0: Uh, <laughs> you learned Lawson. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: no. Uh, so... so uh, when this started, it was actually no blues, no jazz, no rock and roll. And it was basically the idea that from two things, one, you know, working in a record store, there's always that thing of recommend it if you like, or file under, um, right. which is it, nice when you're completely unfamiliar with something. And we, we actually put a sticker on our new record uh, for the store copies that has that recommended if you like. Um, but sort of riffing on that, I thought, you know, there's all these like very specific sort of striations of what, you know, if you like X, you like X dot one. you know. Right. And uh, so I thought, what if instead of having something where it's based strictly on what you like, what if it's, what if you reverse that and sort of carve out a negative space based on mm. things that you're not into? And then I, so I had a whole thing written based on that and it turned out it was terrible. It was so dumb. <laughs> and uh, so, so then I just started thinking about it more in terms of, boundaries and borders and how we sort of, we have a need to classify stuff, to understand stuff. And it makes sense, but I think there are times when it comes to how we communicate or how we make art or how we talk about art where it, it's so narrow. It, you know, we sort of demand these very, um, the bandwidth has to be only, can only be so wide. And so then I started, I kind of worked with that idea and broke it more into how we divide ourselves as people you know sort of no no cities no states no arbitrary borders so that, this idea of like removing these boundaries and sort of being more open so the, the no blues no jazz is not really about no blues music no jazz music it's about no strict definitions of what things have to be hmm. it's all about freedom mate <laughs>
0: isn't it
1: <laughs> isn't it
2: that's right <laughs> So that's that's my two cents on that one,
0: Mikey. Anything to add other than the non-addition you did earlier?
1: <clears throat> um, it's a ripping guitar solo, isn't it? It is. It's good. It's yeah. jaws. It's a good. It's I a yeah, It's it. a good. It's a it's a good rock and roll tune. I like it.
0: <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> what an epiphany!
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, second song up, empathy.
1: Uh, yeah, that is a song that originated I, th- I think i came up with like the uh the main progression and sort of like the guitar riff at an old apartment that i used to live used to live in and uh my family and i moved during the pandemic so there's a few songs as far as my contributions to this record um the timing of it was weird because i ended up writing a few songs in like our old apartment I'd stayed at a few different houses um throughout the early stages of the pandemic. So this was like for my old apartment and the song title Empathy basically just kind of was coming out of uh, the the current state of affairs and some own like personal things going through that I was going through. But uh, how important it is that people try to, you know, walk a mile in each other's shoes, especially when there's so much suffering in the world and um, I mean it, lyrically I don't think it's, it, you know, it's not super expansive or anything like that, but um, it's kind mm-hmm. of was going for a little bit of like a New Zealand flying nun jangle uh, yeah, I can hear that. on it. And well, I've had a lot of friends say, Oh, it reminds me of like early REM or something like that. Very cool compliment. But um, yeah, that's kind of the origin story behind that one. A
0: little bit, maybe yeah. maybe gliding nun if not flying.
1: That's the yeah, effort. You'd be gliding that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I do think in a nice way, there are, it, is, it does harken back to sort of like murmur or reckoning or, you know, those records. Uh, and I do think that uh, Jaws has, there's sort of a, a part of your voice that that is reminiscent of the, the early Michael Stein, um way of singing, which I think is great. I really like it. Yeah,
0: when R.E.M. was like more of a like pr- traditional rock band, I suppose, rather than like yeah. all of the balladeering. college rock. Yeah. yeah college rock is it I mean,
1: but there, there's also like in, in the refrain of the song too uh there is just the sort of dichotomy of like if you have to you know i, I i'm waiting for your empathy if you're waiting for someone's empathy it's never coming you know what i mean it's just like,
0: like someone's not, a,
1: yeah <laughs> if someone is not an empathetic person you know i I'm, i you're kind of sol you know in that regard so you have to move on. You have to figure out how to deal with it and accept accept it for what it is. And uh, you know, I don't know.
0: I mean, it's. I feel like there was a lot of waiting around for empathy in uh, the pandemic, right? And guess what? Guffman didn't show. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Someone chucking you a roll of paper towels while you're drowning, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: Exactly. I don't know why I'm laughing, other than the fact that's all I can do to keep him crying.
1: But that's okay. the world we live in, right? You know, like I mean, people are w- working on their brand when there's people suffering, and it's just—it's just so shitty. It's—it's it's really not to be a you know Debbie Donner about it, but
0: but oh. I do have hope. Exactly, the idea of hope—if not hope <laughs> itself—the <laughs> idea of hope, the loose idea.
2: It's more like a Debbie Donner party, you know. He starts to
0: eat, eat everything around him. <laughs> Exactly, stuff gets stuff gets really weird when winter comes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, my book on siblings is what's up next.
2: So that, uh, is definitely, I would say a very like Devo vibe on that one. Um, and that was something that, so our drummer, Matt is from Ohio. So, uh, I was like, Hey man, this one is straight to your roots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: I could, it's funny bro. you say that. I could kind of hear that. And I must be an authority because <laughs> I had Jerry Casali on the show last week. So thank you. Oh man. really?
2: Yes. Oh, that's cool. Right. Nice. uh, well, so that yes, yeah, so musically it's definitely, I would say, inspired by by Devo, and um, I, the the, the lyrically, I, you know, I just had the idea of, I mean, the first line is "Let's talk about discipline," and uh, so I just sort of kind of came up with this idea of like, if you were in your the, you know with your therapist the, the various things that might come up you know like let's let's talk about our former spouses let's talk about our birth names let's you know let's talk about our perversions you know all these things um but then i also like the idea that the therapist was a narcissist and so essentially like it's providing all these subject the subject matter for you to discuss and then at the end it's like hey have you read my book on siblings You know, so in the end, your therapist is trying to sell you the book that the the therapist has has written and not just uh, helping (laughs) you out. Because without being too much of a Debbie Donner party, I I do think the (laughs) idea is that, you know, we have all these things that we sort of go into, thinking that you you know if you can only explore these things, you can find out more about yourself and resolve all these problems and Meanwhile, there's always somebody there with like a sandwich board trying to sell you something, you know so no matter yeah. what you're going through, there's always like somebody with their yapping their gums about the where you should be spending your money, something like
1: that. yeah. My only comment is like the nerve of an only child to write a book or write a song called My Book on Siblings. Exactly. So only <laughs> child. Called out.
0: Called it's out. True. Yeah.
2: It is true. Yeah. But, Charles, have you read my book on siblings? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it, it, put it on the list of things I don't know It's anything on my wish about. list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Opinions about things I don't know anything about.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it used to be a bit un. Uh, my old show where we'd have Mouse uh, talk about movies he hadn't seen and what he thought they would be like it was very entertaining. That's great. Really, man that's has cool, a vivid man. imagination, so it's deeply, deeply uh, hilarious. Tell, <laughs>
1: tell Mouse I say hello. It's I will. Years, but I, yeah. It has
0: been years. Yeah. yeah
1: it's been. He, he's a good dude for sure.
0: He is. He is. Uh, Cold Ocean.
1: Yeah. So that that song. Uh, it's
0: about motorcycles.
1: It's a two-stroke. Yeah, two stroke, two <laughs> stroke joke. Uh, I happened to have the good fortune in the early part of the pandemic to get out of New York City in the month of May in 2020. And I spent about a month or so in Long Island, um, kind of up in the upper area of Long Island. I don't know what it's called, but um, near the ocean. So I had a lot of, a lot of time, and a lot of solitude just walking around the ocean. There wasn't like we were living in this really weird time it definitely influenced it. Um, it was just, you know, kind of a self reflective song. Um, I, musically, I think if I remember correctly, I was really, really listening to a lot of uh, uh, Sleaford mods at the time, and I wanted like a really oh. bare strip stripped down kind of just like one bass line throughout the whole song sort of thing. Um, and if I could, you know, if I could have done like a Jason Williams style rap on it or whatever, like, but it's impossible because only he can do that, you know? Yeah,
0: it's, it's,
1: so that was, yeah. You don't want to hear but, someone
0: fail at doing that. Like that's going to be bad. No.
1: I, and I could never do that. But it also didn't end up being that kind of song either. It, it sort of has that, but it also, you know, has um, kind of like a really like big rock chorus and other parts to it. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of where my head was when that was coming together. We
2: made a fun video for that one. I think of the videos we've done, that's I think one of my favorite ones. It's cool. Um, one. where we shot it all in Brooklyn, so you know, a bit of a love letter to the borough, but also, you know, it was just neat to start out uh, near where I live by where the museum is, and then work our way on the train down to Coney Island and Brighton Beach, which is more Ukrainian and Russian and. Uh, just sort of, uh, yeah, explore the city, the, the borough, um, and sort of capture that in the, in
1: the song. Make our way to the ocean on a very cold Indeed. day. Too. Indeed we did.
2: It was really cold.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was suffering for our art.
0: Truth in advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Truth in advertising. Uh, <clears throat> set apart. Here's the next one
2: well uh so that one it is literally just one riff that gets repeated for five minutes or something like that um and so the it was longer when we first started but i ended up cutting it down but the idea was really just to kind of find a groove and get a dynamic going so that different elements could come in and out and you know and there's not even very many lyrics in it i think there's like five lines or something like that and so just to really kind of hone in on a, I, I have to leave in 15 minutes, <laughs> uh, but to hone in on a groove and just kind of work that as best as possible and to use, so our friend Josh played saxophone on it. Um, there's some sort of like found sound percussion stuff we put in there. Um, and it's actually been fun to play live because mm-hmm. it is different every time. And we don't, you know, we, don't, we, we have a couple of, reference points for when things are going to happen. But like when it switches to the verses, I kind of look over at my shoulder at the drummer and
0: we switch. Right. Um, it's got to have it, some it, kind of cue shellac style or it's just not going to work.
2: Yeah. We just try to keep it really simple. And if we miss it, we miss it, whatever. It's okay. It's a free, it's pretty free. And I like that about it.
1: Yeah. That's my. I, I really enjoyed how I enjoy how that song has turned out live, which is basically it is different every single time. Um, yeah. It's cool. But it has a bit of a, like, you know, like there's a Krautrock rock element to it, but there's also just sort of a, an experimental, like
0: I was thinking third get... album wire a little bit.
1: Sure. Yeah. There you go. It's
2: neighbor. It's one five, five.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're <laughs> rock, across, across the street. Across the street.
2: <laughs> We're like checking out, you know, like, Oh, I think grandma's taking the trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, shr-
0: the, the,
1: shr- the shrubs aren't trimmed quite as nicely across the
0: street. Yeah. You know? Like, oh,
2: he's working on that mullet.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: those jobbers look great on you.
0: <laughs> uh, odds maker. Yeah, um,
1: that was a song. I think, sort of lyrically, I just I was reflecting a lot on just being an older man with parents, and just started like that. My relationship with my parents, uh, my mom in particular, and just thinking about that, and uh, trying to sort of paint a picture about where I am in my life, my my questions, my insecurities, and sort of just the reality of it. Um, I am not my mother's only son, with which is a line that I use in the song. She hasn't. I have a. I have a brother, but um, but in my mind, I'm my mom's only son. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I, I was going for just sort of a more sparser, like kind of early, you know, like not early, early Cure, but like just with the space, a little bit darker, a um, little more atmospheric type stuff, and um, yeah.
2: I really like the way the bass and the drums sound on this song. It's, the, as far as just recorded sounds go, There's some of my favorite that we've gotten, is the, the, the way the bass sounds and the way the drums sound on this song.
1: This is the song I will say that in my mind, I feel like of the songs that I wrote, I feel like, well, this has got to be the hit, right? But nobody really sees it as the hit, other than me. But that's not true. I had a couple other friends tell me, "Oh, that's the like, that's the hit on the record." But it, it's not widely thought of that way. But it should be
2: widely, or any, or <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> widely
1: thought about. It? I mean, of the five people I've pulled,
0: you right? Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a sample size. It's a sample size. My set.
2: wife yes. and child feel very strongly about this. <laughs>
0: That's a good one. Well, the next
2: song is another. Uh, is another Jaws, Trash and the Ghost.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. it is. That song turned
1: out really cool. I' probably, I think, maybe it's turned out to be one of my favorite songs on the record. Um, just because it's just a little bit different, it's, I think it ended up taking on sort of like an earlier SST kind of like screaming trees kind of vibe oh, sort of, okay. sort of yeah. meets like echo and the Bunnymen, which is a, I'm a huge fan of. Um, I could never of course sing like Ian McCullough, but, um, yeah, it, I felt, I was like, wow, kind of like, that's a, you know, I, I felt like that's cool that this is, Savak is actually kind of like, you know, going in that direction for this tune. Um, yeah it doesn't. That, that
2: like 1985 sst vibe like who's could you, Trees, trees like, yeah and that yeah comes through in a really cool way and uh it's actually it's another one that's been really fun to play live so you know because of the pandemic both the last record and this new record we're finally getting a chance to play these songs um and so it's been interesting to see which ones work quickly in terms of feeling like pretty natural and which ones sort of take a little bit to reveal themselves. Uh, but this one straight out of the gate was easy and fun to play.
0: Yeah. That, that And that is very real too. Like when you're, especially when you're a band that's, you know, fairly prolific, right? Like, and we all know what the last couple of years were like, so you just haven't even, know, does this work in front of people? Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Right.
2: Yeah. Or just, does it work? Does it feel right when we're playing it? Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's definitely it's, songs that, you know, after playing them, like, I don't know five ten times you start to feel more comfortable. No, Whereas more you know you have to get over the thinking about every part and trying to remember the words and yes, you know <laughs> so it just becomes more second nature.
0: Yes, I hear yeah. that's that's uh, that's and then you know and there's always songs that like you know what maybe this is better recorded let's do other things too. And that, <laughs> yeah, a-
2: and I think that's fine. I, think it, I don't think that you know I, I definitely don't feel that we owe uh, the songs anything. <laughs> You know, like they don't have to be
0: played. The Human Era, Human Delight yeah. album played front to back, you know. Probably not going to happen. never know. You never know. Weirder things have happened. It's true. Recanted. Parentheses. Free so the
2: this one is sort of in the spirit of like Wire or even the Kinks, where they basically take one riff and make a verse and a chorus out of it. And the thing that distinguishes it is just how the vocals go or how some other element interacts with riff and uh while not as good as any wire or kink song it was uh that was sort of the inspiration for it and um lyrically it was it's definitely the most sort of pandemic lyric that i wrote on for any of the stuff um just because it was at a time when Cuomo was giving his daily COVID updates. uh, That's right. You know, he had props and he had all... I mean, it was just so... It was just... It felt like such a charade, you know, because I live around the corner from the hospital and there's a refrigerated truck filling with bodies and he's getting on TV with, like, a weird, you know, volcano behind him that, like, a student-made volcano that he's paid tens of thousands of dollars for or whatever. And uh, so I... I, I, there's a little bit, like, you know, it starts off, so much that was said was just to fill in the gaps while we buried our dead. And that, that it really felt like that was kind of the mood. But then I didn't want it to just be that. I didn't want it to just be this dark, sort of, like, brooding thing. So um, instead I thought about it more in terms of misunderstood, being misunderstood. And uh, so, you know, there's a line in there about alienating the kids, saying you're not for sale while taking competing bids, and so this idea of like how we go about our lives and the way our behavior can be seen and interpreted, whether or not that is either intended or actually the way that it's really happening. And this idea of, but if you recant what you've done, do you, are you forgiven? Do you get a, another chance? Because we live in a world where everybody is really quick to, um, to judge and to... Uh, shoot people down in the media, online, and I sometimes wonder, like, what What are we getting, any are we evolving as a species by doing this? You know, if we're just constantly burying each other. Um, and so that kind of, uh, and the Free the Singer part, I really thought, like, again, like, we're so burdened by, our own history and the idea of a good singer is somebody who's free themselves from all these burdens you're just you sort of become this disembodied voice um and so this idea that you know the the singer sort of can be a light over the you know apocalyptic landscape <laughs> what a bunch of nonsense i'm sorry
1: about that <laughs> are, are you done yet are you finished are you is it, I, are you-, you know these gummies are delicious.
0: <laughs> anything to add on that, Mikey? That I mean,
1: is there anything else left
0: I to don't say? know if that, yeah, there may not be any words left in the English language at this point, but that was that was very erudite.
2: Sorry about that. Really. No, 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 it really it's mean. it's look, man.
0: Have you heard the have you heard the Helios Creed episode? No. It's you'll get a contact eye. Uh Baltimore oh. Moon is what's next
1: baltimore moon is a love letter to one of the finest cities in the united states of america no truly it, it, it the their inspiration from it came from after uh, like a a show that savak played in baltimore this place called joe squared the basement uh, we played with this really amazing band from um where's patois counselor from they're from north carolina Durham,
2: maybe yeah they're north carolina Durham, yeah
0: played there and, and there was there was there was pizza grease uh at the in the loaded <laughs> And we, yeah. had, to, and oh, we had, yeah. had to be it's, it's real slippery, careful slippery about that loading yeah. yeah but i like that right. a
1: lot. and and Quattrocentra, i believe also played with us as well um such a cool band and it was just it was just a really great show that kind of inspired the title of it um the lyrics are kind of just like an existential hodgepodge i mean i i quote my therapist who who told me at one point don't uh, don't romanticize humility I, I, I name check uh, uh, Milan Kundera, like uh, Lightness of Being. And it's, it's just sort of an existential kind of like, where the hell am I in life? And, um, you know, that's basically uh, kind of trying to filter it through like an orange juice is orange juice kind of, you know, like, uh, I don't know, British, like post punk kind of uh, XTC orange juice. Kind of filter, I guess. I don't know. The I feel temp like temp. we're we're running down out of time, so I'm trying to like just like hit all the points. Right no, I,
2: I, this is actually another. This one and Trash and the Ghost are both songs that for me uh, were surprises on like positive surprises on the record because um, they really I think they're they're a different side of
1: um, the
2: way <clears> we write. So you know the way the songs can turn out. Often, what are you smirking about?
1: you're, you're all like. I didn't know you had it in you, Jaws. No, that's not what I meant. I'm but I was I'm surprised. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, this guy actually wrote a good song. Yeah. No, you know,
2: I was complimenting him with the back side of my hand. It was a very <laughs> stupid okay, exactly.
0: And he didn't take it the right way. I don't know. What... Uh, we talking about recanted? I wasn't done. <laughs> adolescence obsolete.
2: Um... That I would say is probably the most one five four ish song on the record. Like it, it, it uh, there's not a lot of parts to it. And again, it's sort of a musically, it's kind of it is constructed in front of you and then deconstructed. Um, and and so again, it's just like how things are layered. So the main verses, uh, it's just a stack of single note guitars, in, for each verse. Another note is added. So by the time you get to the last verse, you have the full chord, but each note is being played separately and introduced, you know, every eight or 16 measures or whatever it is. Um, and this is also, I guess, another sort of pandemic-y song where, you know, I was saying a lot about the kids who were not in school and they're just at home on their computers in their rooms uh, and essentially losing this losing this time of just being able to be a kid being a kid, um, yeah. and um and then i just thought like what if our species decides that we don't need that as an evolutionary stage like what what if we just decide that like being a kid is like you know like because i feel like we're so oriented towards career and work and all these things and and so it's almost like you know kids are just need to just be like, fast-tracked to uh to to earning <laughs> you know uh yeah. and so so the idea was that to have this moment where you like you've you've decided that childhood is not important and then you look back and you're like well but if we had that you know right. could could we could we bring it back could we could we reinstate this thing uh so you know
1: yeah one of my favorite songs and maybe my favorite song on the record i was like i was lobbying like we need to open the record with this song i think it's like so powerful um maybe not the like the most obvious choice as a record opener but that was what i was like this would be such a cool statement to open the song didn't open the or open the record with it but didn't happen Um, i
0: forgot that you did that yeah that, that was a cool idea yeah. You can maybe do like the uh, you know ACDC has like this Australian version, the US version of, of, of oh, records. Yeah. So you could do like oh, a yeah. sequence. So for the Australian okay. version, you can do exactly. exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Looking for Australian labels. Anyone? Anyone?
0: Exactly. B two L band two label uh, personal listings. Um, dealers.
1: Uh, dealers is a song that um, I guess like the. Musically, I was kind of trying to mine from like Neil Young, Crazy Horse, Teenage Fan Club, Big Star. Uh, lyrically, it is—it's a pretty like—it's a pretty dark uh, look into codependency and addiction. Um, you know, and ultimately, I think I feel like. Uh, It's so easy to, you know, like it's so easy to to fall into these codependent relationships, you know, fell in love with the dealer baby, um, found someone who could, you know, could give me just what I need. Like, you know, we all want to be heard. We all we all want someone who can listen to us. We all want to feel validated and, um, you know, and manifest itself in so many different forms, whether it's, you know. Heroin is love for people, right? Like, we we know this to be true. People who are addicted to opioids and heroin in particular, it gives them a feeling of love that they probably might not otherwise get in their life. Um, And I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, analogous sort of, you know, metaphors to relate to that. So that's kind of what it's reflecting upon.
2: I love the guitar solo. this. Jaws' guitar solo is so killer. Yeah. Yeah, thank you it really is it's like somehow manages to marry like the best <clears throat> even richard thompson like it just has this there's that part in the middle where that i love it it's so good
1: thank
0: you last song of the record i was
2: surprised how much i loved it <laughs> I
0: shocked even shocked i say i was shocked it turns <laughs> out it wasn't me actually <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a ringer for that one <laughs> this is my daughter uh yeah anything else for dealers no that's it uh so last song of the record dominance
2: uh so there's this dutch hardcore band from the 80s called bgk and they had their first ep uh was called white male dominance and my high school hardcore band kids for cash named ourselves after a song on that ep um but that word dumbinance, which as far as I know is not a real word, has just stuck with me forever and ever. And I really like it, particularly actually the white male dumbinance is such a perfect uh, yeah. encapsulation. Because to have a word that is a weird version of the word dumb makes, that makes it almost even better, you know? Right. And uh, <laughs> so I, I, I kind of took that and um, was thinking about just all of the Awful politicians that we have. Uh, that you know, the opening lines are, "You walk in a rooms like a child with a balloon." You know, like they sort of present themselves as if they're giving you a gift. They're bringing you some, some levity, some something that you need. And you know, really and truly, they're just trying to take make your life miserable and make make their lives better and so that's the whole idea of like the watchful eyes of all the sad angels um the wide open lens of w- widows and orphans so you know as soon as you can see the world through the eyes of somebody who is bereft then you can sort of see these people for who they are which is kind of these vultures um but then you sort of have to make kind of come to terms with it you know you can't depend on, you have on to
0: reconcile uh, it yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So learn to live with my debts. Like I learned to live with my debts.
0: That's Doug on that one too, right? If I remember correctly. That's it is. Like, yeah. It is. And his
2: bass playing on that song, I think, mean, it's
0: that hook is. Anything to add, Mikey? Um,
1: uh, I didn't, I did not know the, the origin story of that word. I love the word dominance. Uh, and I, I think the lyrics of that song are incredible as well. Um, but that's a cool story now. I, I, and I was not aware of that band either. You haven't told me this stuff, so Rob, I need to go check it out now. See,
0: hey, man. next tour, all BGK. Yeah. We, we're yeah. educating people left and right here in Protonic Conversal. It's <laughs> great. Um. <laughs>
1: that's right.
0: So
2: I, b- while you we were talking about dealers, I was putting my socks on because I do have to go catch the G train. We,
0: we uh, know that the men of Savak are very busy, and I, I appreciate the time that, you, that, you, well, that you've given me. But a I'll talk tell you of the about, I
2: think it's relevant to our interests. So I'm going to go see this movie called The Slog, which was an early 80s doc about the uh, L.A. punk scene.
0: Oh, fantastic! Um, cool.
2: And so it's it's bands like the Chiefs and sim 34 and uh, Red Cross when they were with a C before they were. With oh the yeah,
0: um, I talked about so that, and, that.
2: And, <laughs> and then there's a Q and A afterwards with the guy Jim Ruland who wrote that SST book Corporate Rock Sucks. So oh wow, very yeah. cool,
0: very cool. Oh, that's so, like, cool. That's,
2: that's where I'm headed. Just doing some research.
0: Well, uh, savak.bandcamp.com. Yep. Human Error. Human Delights the record. Uh, gentlemen, thanks so much. Appreciate having you. Thanks, Conan. Uh, Thank you, Conan. Hope to see you live. Appreciate you, man. Hope to see you yeah. live soon. We'll, we'll, uh, that would be great.
2: That would be really terrific.
0: We can, we can, we can make something happen. And uh, yeah, appreciate you. And uh, it's, a, it's. I think this record's amongst your best. So uh, good on that. Keep doing it. Thank you. Not that you were gonna wait for my permission to do so, but you know. <laughs> Can't the next one's gonna stink. Okay? Yeah, exactly. So prepare, now that you said that, yeah. Jazz Odyssey. <laughs> tonight's the night boys <laughs> all right fellas take care enjoy, okay. enjoy the movie please thank you oh there we go Mikey jaws so Rob savak great dudes great band uh let's hear something off human error human delight oh dude. i Godsmaker, and before that we had Dominance.
1: Is this thing on?
0: And uh, what did we have before that? I forgot. Um, Can you hear me now? All Savak. Savak. God, I've been saying it wrong. I think it's Savak, and I should have maybe sorted that out before. um... Let these go. Uh, oh, no, of course. Yeah, no blues, no jazz before that. Yeah, duh. Those songs are on their new record. Savox's new record. Human error slash human delight. Go to uh, savox.bandcamp.com. Human error, human delight. Go get it. It's good. I I, I quite like it. Uh, it just came out and uh, excited to see those fellas uh play you know they, they, they get around they get around recommended if, you, if they play near you you should see them it's a solid show it's really good we didn't even talk about matt schultz who also played me you
1: know
0: solid band so i want to thank those fellas sir rob michael from uh savak Come on the show. It's always a pleasure talking to those fellas. The name of the show, of course, is Coda New Transport Talk Reversal. This show airs Thursdays, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 6 Mountain, 5 Pacific. Radonope.com, streaming also YouTube, Twitch, sometimes Facebook if I feel like it, not really these days. thousand watts of power. If you like the show, uh, com archives are free. No ads, no sponsors, no kidding. Always available. But if you want like the show and want to get episodes sooner, you can achieve that goal. Patreon.com slash reversal. $1 a month will get you there. and Help support the show as well.
2: turns sound into electricity.
0: The sharing of these episodes can you hear me now is great thank you for doing it out on Route 128 stay safe lonely. out there I got my radio on. and take it easy can you hear me now can you hear me now
2: Radio.